Good evening and welcome to StarCast from Planet Waves. My name is Eric Francis Coppolino, the host of Planet Waves FM and the author of the Planet Waves Horoscope, new monthly edition coming right around the first, by the way. I'm here with a StarCast edition for the Gemini full moon about a day late, had a little interruption in my schedule last week and now I am more or less back on track. Uh, we are heading into the Gemini full moon. Did I say full moon? Uh, at 11.35.24 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All times in this podcast are in Eastern Time. Uh, so I'm recording about uh, five hours or so ahead, ahead of that. And uh, looking at this chart, I haven't seen this chart for a while. This is uh, kind of la last month's news. Uh, for tonight, a uh, beautiful uh, gleaming full moon high up in the sky. In other words, the moon is full right around midnight, which means going to get the, the moon right at the very peak of the celestial sphere. And uh, <clears throat> unfortunately, where I am, it's a little rainy. So maybe uh, you will have better luck. Uh, this full moon is exactly opposite the galactic core. So the galactic core is somewhere these days around like 27 and a few arc minutes, and the sun has just been aligned with the galactic core 2729 27, as, uh, as of this full moon. Moon, of course, also at 2729 Gemini. So uh, one, one thing this means is that for the past couple of days, the sun has been lined up with the galactic center. What that means is that imagine you are able to see the sun, you're standing somewhere on earth and you can look up at the sun, that means that right behind the sun is the supermassive black hole that is at the center of our galaxy. Uh, that, that explains why people have been acting a little weird, like uh, getting their circuits blown on small things the past couple of days. The galactic core and the supermassive black hole at its center, which is called Sagittarius A star, with the star written as an asterisk, that's, I guess, the notation for black hole. So it's Sagittarius A asterisk, but said Sagittarius A star is, uh, is a very hot influence in astrology. Sometimes it works like a a beacon, but also it has a quality of kind of obliterating the uh, awareness of its own issues. It, it's, it is a bit of a blind spot, and interestingly, we can't really see the, the, the galactic core. We can see toward the galactic core, but because the sun is on the plane of the galaxy, there's all kinds of um, dust and stuff and stars and nebulae and all that in the, in the way of... Uh, our view of the galactic center, but we can measure various things and we know know that it's there. And, uh, you know, as you can imagine, as you get closer and closer to the center of the galaxy, the stars get more and more dense. I, I have heard that even if you get a little closer to the center of the galaxies, the stars get more dense and brighter. So now imagine if you're on a planet on a star even halfway to the galactic center, this thing has got to be a, a place where it is um, daylight at night and during the day. Where it, it, day, daylight, you've got your star or stars shining on on the planet, and then at night, the the stars are so dense that you're overwhelmed by starlight. That's a little bit hypothetical. Here we are with a real full moon, uh, with the sun conjunct the real galactic center and the moon conjunct the galactic center. 
This is happening in proximity to two other major events in approximately two and a half days from now. The sun will enter Capricorn. We will experience the southern solstice, that summer solstice down in Australia. It's the winter solstice up here in the northern hemisphere. And that means that the days will get longer here and the nights, the the days will get shorter in the south. I, I had a, a strange feeling of of feeling warm spring daylight coming through the skylight in my kitchen. Um, maybe, you know, maybe it was some psychological thing or, um, uh, you know, deja vu or something, but it really felt like um, more like a very late winter day than a very early, well, late autumn day. Um, and so it, the, the air even had that smell of the, of the first day. Uh, days of spring uh, around here. So anyway, we're not there really. We're we're about to um, uh, ent- enter the solstice, and the solstice is a powerful event because th- there is a compression quality to when the days get shorter or when the days uh, re- reach to their maximum length. And at both times of year, I get a little bit antsy for the d- direction to change. I tend to get pushed into certain uh, e- extreme. Um, you know, like in internal polarities of certain qualities of my inner psyche, and so I can have you know interesting experiences with 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 that compression feeling, or or with the days stretched, you know, out to the longest possible day. So I, I imagine that you can tune in and uh, get get a sense of what this is, uh, you know, about. For you, you know, there's part of astrology that's the part that you read about in the books and charts and you listen to me go on and on about different things. And then there's the part of astrology that's just a wholly natural phenomenon that you can feel and you might experience it on the level of your kitty cat where it's just a nice night to walk around under the full moon uh, and and then have whatever experiences uh, come along with that. And they may be inner experiences, outer experiences, some form of meditation that's unusually deep, or uh, artistic experiences, musical experiences, sexual experiences. All these planetary movements are part of nature. They are, they are the same thing in nature as a tree or a gopher running around in the woods and, um, you know, whatever, squirrels and chipmunks and daisies growing, uh, only this is planets. And they, they, they exist outside of us and, in a sense, within us, and so we get to take the whole ride and it's more a matter of tuning up your inner awareness and um, some creativity and having some fun. Okay, so the second, so we've got we've got the full moon. That's a big stretch. We've got the solstice. That's either a big squeeze or a big stretch. And uh, if you pay attention at the moment of the solstice, you can sometimes feel the cosmic machinery stop and turn around and go in the new direction. Third big thing going on right now is that Venus stations retrograde on the 19th, that's Sunday, December 19th, 2021. And uh, we've been in this Venus station um, phase for a long time. Last weekend, Venus made a conjunction to Pluto. So that was the real warm-up, a kind of initiatory warm-up. Very deep feelings might be involved. And another of the more intense or extreme, and I I say extreme in 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 the mellow sense. So, you know, stretched or pushed or pulled or allowing yourself to feel things that are unusual, that 
was peaking last weekend. Now we get a new peak on Sunday with the station retrograde of Venus, and then Venus will move back across to a conjunction to Pluto. So this retrograde is unusual in that it's in a very close conjunction to Pluto. And that means because it's a station, it goes one direction, stops, and goes another direction. It's making two conjunctions to Pluto. The second conjunction to Pluto will take place on December on the on in Eastern Time, the morning of December twenty fifth is that second lineup of Venus and Pluto. This is deeply transformative. It's regenerative. Uh, there there is going to be some you know wheat cut off from the chaff, and there there are going to be people who don't like this all very much and don't necessarily respond positively. But Pluto can be a deep, beautiful, interesting, and intense experience, and. It is uh, the kind of thing that enriches your soul and that allows you to let let go, resolve, and move on. Especially if you do so with uh, you know modest goals and sincere intentions. So that takes place tomorrow. So we're in kind of a um, a triple header between the full moon, Venus retrograde, and then the solstice all happening together, and these indicate phases of time where there's just a, a, a lot that occurs. Uh, you don't need to look too far to find out that a lot is occurring, though this Pluto connection to Venus is saying that it will be helpful and beneficial to look beneath the surface of things, to feel internally, and to not be afraid to change. The other immediate thing on the horizon is that Jupiter is about to enter uh, Pisces. Jupiter is currently at 28 Aquarius 11, so there's about two degrees, just shy of two degrees left to go before Jupiter gets into uh, Pisces. That takes place on 28th or 29th of December. I keep forgetting which one it is, maybe both, depending on the time zone. So we've got about um, a month, sorry, <laughs> 10 days. That's this other kind of a month. <clears throat> we have a short 10-day month before Jupiter enters Pisces. Uh, Pisces. So that is uh, on the horizon as well. Okay, that's my short update. I've done a long up, a long update or regular update of uh, Planet Waves FM. Just posted that. That's at planetwaves.fm where I tell the story of my 30 years of covering Monsanto, which the anniversary is on 1229-21. It's a fascinating program where I basically go over the stories that I broke and then all the other major stories that happened around it that I worked on and that supported uh, this um, essentially chemical and regulatory scandal of of how the, the government just allows all kinds of poisons to be approved and called good and wholesome. So that's a kind of a epic documentary, about three hours, um, but it's it moves, and um, you know we've kind of circled the globe in that time in terms of toxic issues. And I do make the connection to COVID. Okay, so uh, that all said, this is um, my my last project for the moment before I resume work on um, on Tune in twenty twenty two. There are several different annual reading products this year. One of them is Tune in 2022. Those are one hour and 15 minute audios per sign and rising sign. And then there is um, a, a project called Planets in Motion 2022, which is a, uh, a, 
an ebook of major life transits of happening to people between ages of one and uh, eighty four. That's going on, and then finally, uh, there there is a piece called Aquarian Era, Aquarian Age. That's twelve extended written readings. Uh, which I think you'll like, and uh, those are uh, all available on the Get a Reading page on planetwaves.net. All right, so that's all I have to say uh, to you tonight. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your support and doing your little bit to support my abundant programming. There's lots of great stuff at planetwaves.tv. That's where I stash all my videos on our YouTube channel, YouTube channel, and the shortcut again, planetwaves.net. TV. Have an awesome full moon and a lovely rest of the weekend. I should be checking in with a new edition of StarCast on Tuesday, a couple of days from now. Once again, thank you for listening and stay in touch. <laughs>